the Denver Broncos finally acquired a franchise quarterback, being Russell Wilson from Seattle. The Broncos traded Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, and Drew Locke, as well as their first picks, first round picks from this year and next year, their second round picks from this year and next year, and a fifth in return for Russell Wilson and a fourth. The trade sent ripples across the entire NFL as the Broncos finally have a franchise quarterback again. And let's look at some data and some film to see what the Broncos offense might look like now that they have a franchise quarterback with all those weapons and not giving up any offensive weapons in that trade, minus Noah Fant, but they do have some depth behind him. Let's get into it. What's up, guys? I'm Tyler Coker, and I'm your host for today's episode of Today with Tyler. I hope you enjoy. First, I'll break down what each contender brings to the table. New head coach Nathaniel Hackett was the offensive coordinator for the Packers last year, and his offense is likely to blend very well with Russell Wilson. Hackett's Packers called a passing play 58.61% of the time, which is only 17th in the entire NFL, but is more than both Denver last year and Seattle last year with Russell Wilson. An increase in passing plays will certainly put Wilson's skills to the forefront of the offense, which was a key to the Let Russ Cook movement in 2020 and his MVP candidacy. Hackett can expect solid quarterback play, as well as good receiving and running attacks to help his quarterback fully succeed. His playbook ran deep, leaving Rodgers to throw for an average passing yards per play of 7.8, which is the exact same as Russell Wilson and the tied fourth in the entire NFL. With Hackett bringing the same deep mindset to Denver, Russell Wilson will also be able to maintain his own deep mindset and to continue to play in a system where he will be comfortable in pushing the ball deep. Now I'll break down what Russell Wilson brings to the table. Obviously, Wilson is a tremendous quarterback who can throw deep, create plays when the script breaks down, and scramble too. Here's a play against the Cardinals of Week 18, which is the kind of playbook that truly lets Russell Wilson excel and use his talents. The Seahawks are lined up with three receivers on the offensive left, with D. Eskridge running a short in route on the outside, Tyler Lockett as the further outside receiver in the slot running a go route, and D.K. Metcalf is the furthest inside running a post route across the entire field. On the offensive right, tight end Gerald Everett is a line standing up off the tackle, and he runs a fade, and running back Travis Homer stays in the backfield to block. The Cardinals are running a man concept, in which each of the defensive backs are lined up over the receivers with a 10-yard cushion. The box appears to be blitzing all seven, but after the snap, four players fall back into coverage over the middle of the field, and the three outermost defenders pass Russ the passer. The Cardinals cover each of the routes fairly well, but the offensive line holds up long enough for DK Metcalf to get leverage over his corner, and Russell Wilson hits him over the top of the defense. The pinpoint accuracy, as well as understanding of the defense in front of him, allows Russell Wilson to make the play a 31-yard gain. The willingness to go deep and utilize his receiver's strengths is dangerous, and each of the three Broncos receivers are unique in their own skill sets, and will offer individual methods to tear apart the defense for Russell Wilson. Speaking of the skill sets of the receivers, I'll now focus on the personnel for the Broncos. Although they don't have Devontae Adams, which was a blessing for Nathaniel Hackett last year, the Broncos receiving core as a unit is absolutely an upgrade. Carrying Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick, Cortland Sutton, KJ Hamler, and Albert Okwego Bunham, there isn't a single wheat spot in this unit. Although Wilson did have a pretty good unit in Seattle, adding two more powerful receivers and an effective tight end is even an upgrade over the Lockett-Metcalf duo, which is a pretty impressive feat. 
added to the increased quality of targets is increased quality of offensive line. While the Packers line was ranked higher than Denver's, the offensive tackles for the Broncos are very offense effective, and the Broncos will have plenty of draft picks to grab quality interior linemen. The line is still an upgrade for Wilson, however, so he'll be getting extra time to develop plays in what he'd grown accustomed to in Seattle, which will benefit him greatly. Then, of course, there's the run game. The Broncos' running game is extremely strong, and Javante Williams is a stud coming into the NFL. The tandem of Williams and Melvin Gordon III combined for 108 broken tackles, which will only be helped by the potential improvements they can make to the interior offensive line. By increasing run support, improving his receiving core, and protecting the pocket longer, Russell Wilson is set up for immediate success in Denver, and the combo of Nathan Hackett and Russell Wilson will blend almost immediately. In the end, I really like this trade. Not only did Seattle get a pretty good haul for a franchise quarterback who was upset with the program and ready to move on to stay away from the direction the franchise was going, but Denver also got a franchise-changing quarterback who will finally bring their elite talent around the quarterback into the light. So I'm excited to see it because now the AFC West is a fistfight and Denver is absolutely a part of it. So all there's left to do is to see can Nathaniel Hackett, Russell Wilson, and the Broncos offense finally all mesh together and see Russ cook once again. Thank you for listening to the Today with Tyler podcast.